Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 97th podcast on Common Sense and Random in America. Today I'm going to be reading um, from my travel book, and I will be reading Chapter 3, Second Decision, Where to Go. Now that you have a budget for your trip, you don't necessarily have to spend it all on one trip. You might be able to afford a couple of smaller trips and get to see more things for your money. One trip could be to visit your family, which can usually be done quite cheaply because you have little to no lodging expenses, as well as lower food costs and even transportation can be reduced. Since now your familial obligations are covered, the rest of your budget can be spent on a trip for your enjoyment. In my researches, I came across a nice little article in townandcountrymag.com. The posting is, Where to Travel in 2022? Tis the season to start dreaming of all the trips we want to take next year. And just like that, another extraordinary year nears its end. In between wrapping up the rest of 2021 with subdued holiday gatherings and quiet champagne toasts at home, the mind inevitably wanders to what could be in 2022. To the trips we may finally get to check off that bucket list whether it's to see the Scottish countryside from a sumptuous train fit for your royal, or to soak in the same ochre-hued New Mexico landscape that so captivated Georgia O'Keeffe for many years, or to old haunts we just can't wait to visit again with a fresh perspective and peace of mind, or to the fabulous new hotels ready to welcome us with superb hospitality and plush digs. These are still uncertain times, but we can dream and tentatively plan for the future. Below, 17 of the best destinations to put on the travel list for 2022. Lanai, Hawaii. Over tourism in Hawaii has been a hot-button issue in recent years, and one that has brilliantly satirized in HBO's The White Lotus. So then... How can travelers do Hawaii with a conscience? First, don't add to the strain on Maui and head for more, much more remote Lanai instead. Back in 2012, Oracle billionaire Larry Ellison bought 98% of the island for $300 million, with the ambition to turn it into an exclusive destination. And he spent another $450 million on the Four Seasons Lanai, filling it with museum-quality art and outposts of Malibu Farm and Naboo along with all the requisite amenities of a five-star oceanfront resort, sans kids, and looking to get back in touch with his mind and body and soul, then head inland to the Four Seasons' sister property, the Sensei Lanai, a 24-acre oasis of tropical flora and verdant hills, where the wellness-focused itinerary may include horseback riding, meditation, forest bathing, a thermal body mapping, and sleep analysis and deep soaks in Japanese onsen tubs with all food courtesy of Naboo. Napa Valley, California, even for those who ha- aren't diehard ocean files, there is still plenty to do in Napa. In fact, vineyards make up only 9% of the region with the rest, including 53,000 acres that are under the care of the Napa Valley Land Trust ripe for all manner of outdoor activities like biking, hiking, and hot springs. Brand new in Calistoga is the Four Seasons Napa Valley, which opened in November and is the first resort here to be set 
within a working winery. Also coming soon in February will be a new Auberge resort called Stanley Ranch, where just 78 cottages, suites, all equipped with outdoor terraces with fire pits will be spread out over a 700-acre private ranch that dates back to the 19th century. Santa Fe, New Mexico, undoubtedly one of the most unique cities in the U.S. Santa Fe has rich Native American history, strong Spanish influences, and a vibrant art scene. From the George O'Keefe Museum to Canyon Road, a stretch of art galleries featuring a diverse selection. Then there is Ghost Ranch in Ibiqui, an hour's drive from Santa Fe. There's a 21,000 acre retreat that so impressed O'Keefe. She lived here for 40 years and prominently featured its landscapes in her work. A trip to the city is worth it alone just to check out its hottest new hotel, Bishop's Lodge, a legendary 150-year-old landmark that Auberge Resorts restored into a luxurious property sitting on 317 acres bordering the Santa Fe National Forest. It beautifully pays homage to the city's southwestern heritage with activities like sunrise horseback riding and guided Pueblo tours. Malta. Members of the New Pot elite rejoice. Malta just became the first country in the European Union to legalize marijuana. Not so into the cannabis as a picturesque archipelago that has served as a filming location for a number of period epics from Gladiator in Troy to Munich and Murder on the Orient Express. Malta hardly wants for scenic sights and having long ago suffered through a succession of invasions by the Phoenicians, Romans, Moors, Normans, the Kingdom of Aragon, the French, and the British, the Mediterranean country has a penelope of rich history, culture, and architecture. Stay at the Zara Palace, a former 17th century palazzo that is now a relies in Chateau and the only hotel located in Medina the medieval walled city that used to be in the island's capital until 1530 and served as the center of Maltese nobility. New York City, after being hit harder than pandemic in 2020, New York City has been on the rebound ever since, slowly but surely getting back to the bustling and dynamic metropolis it was in the before times. By February, a brand new Ritz-Carlton opens in Manhattan's Nomad District and it conveniently fills a gaping hole in the neighborhood left by the abrupt closure of the Nomad Hotel earlier this year. The Ritz will bring on a celebrity chef of its own, Jose Andre, who will open an outpost of his popular DC power spot, Zanitina, plus a high-end restaurant called the Bazaar later in the year. The 250-room hotel will also have the most coveted of New York uh, hotel amenities, a rooftop bar. Scotland, Queen Elizabeth celebrates her Platinum Jubilee in 2022, and while that may be reason enough to go to London to witness all of its official celebrations that will swirl around Buckingham Palace in June, how about paying tribute to the UK's longest reigning monarch with a pilgrimage through her beloved Scotland? It's not hard to see why she retreats to the Highlands every summer to rest at Balmoral Castle, said to be her favorite palace. But first, start in capital city, Edinburgh, to marvel at its eclectic mix of medieval and Georgian architecture, and then check into the Balmoral or Racco Forte Hotel, not to be confused with the Queen's Pad, 
for a night or two of five-star pampering in Michelin star dining. Then it's up to the Scottish Highlands and the town of Bramar, which neighbors the Queen's Balmoral, who stay at the Fifth Arms, a former Victorian area coaching inn that was completely transformed by art world power couple Ewan Emmanuel Worth into an absolute jewel box of a property bursting with more than 16,000 works of art. Not so confident about diving on the other side of the driving on the side of the road, enter the Royal Scotsman, a Belmont train that is quite possibly the most luxuriously appointed way to take in the stunning countryside. Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston is an absolute haven for foodies, history buffs, and architecture nerds. It's probably also one of the most introspective cities in the South, making concerted efforts to confront its painful and complicated past. Right in the heart of the city is the palatial Charleston Palace, the Belmont Hotel, a bastion of luxurious southern hospitality with more than 400 rooms, all outfitted in elegant touches like mahogany beds and marble showers. Big Sky, Montana, for a certain subset of the population, the luxury western ranch trip has become a new obligatory rite of passage in recent years. Montage is just the latest to seize on this opportunity. In December 15, it officially opened the doors to a sprawling new resort in Big Sky, Montana, becoming the first luxury ski hotel to ever be built in this picturesque region. The location is unparalleled, just 45 minutes north of Yellowstone National Park and surrounded by the Spanish Peaks mountain range. And the list of things to do, endless. Direct access to Big Sky's resort, 5,800 acres of sky terrain, and to a championship golf course designed by Tom Weisskopf. Snowshoeing, horseback riding, fly fishing, hiking, mountain biking, the list just goes on. Madrid's brain, as far as European cities go, it's hard to beat the many charms of Madrid. The Spanish city has it all. Beautiful old world architecture, blue chip museums, amazing food, lovely parks and gardens, a great shopping, a wonderful list, locals vibe, and royal clout. This is the iconic Ritz near El Retira Park was recently converted to a Mandarin Oriental property. So too has Villa Magna, another aging grand dame in need of a refreshed courtesy of Rosewood in October. It officially opened as a Rosewood Villa Magna, located in the town, towny Salamanca neighborhood. The hotel has 154 accommodations, all designed to evoke the feel of a contemporary Spanish villa and a signature restaurant helmed by a Michelin-starred chef Jesus Sanchez. Las Vegas, Nevada, what happens in Vegas? Well, that depends what your interests are. With best-in-class offerings around the board when it comes to dining, shopping, and accommodations, you have to go out of your way to have a disappointing time in the infamous city. For starters, Adele announced her Vegas residency starting in 2022. All the more reason to plan a trip. And if you really want to lean into the Las Vegas experience, book yourself for the Cosmopolitan smack dab in the lap of luxury and heart of the strip. The hotel has a wide range of can't be beat restaurants to choose from, including Monfuku, Scarpetta, and Blue Ribbon, as well as an expansive rooms and suites designed with contemporary infusion so there's a calm refuge from whatever hijinks may unfold. Another great option? 
the European-inspired Bellagio Hotel and Casino, which offers fine dining options such as Le Cirque and the Mayfair Supper Club, and of course, is situated near some of the best luxury shopping the world has to offer. Ireland. There are numerous compelling reasons to visit Ireland, where you're, whether you're a history buff, love literature, or simply outdoorsy and a good golf fanatic. But regardless of your interest, the island is tempered nearly all the year and offers unforgettable experiences from scenic drives up the coast to picturesque national parks and even unique opportunities to watch the winter solstice. However, one cannot miss trip is Adair Manor just outside of Lamrock. The neo-Gothic manor was once home to Earls of Dunraven, but these days the historic castle is a five-star luxury resort surrounded by charming medieval ruins, winding gardens, and woodland paths that you can lose yourself on in the best way possible. Not only are the guest rooms lavishly decorated and fitted with Georgian-era furnishings, but the resort offers a wide range of activities from falconry and golf to clay shooting and fishing. Bermuda. For years, travelers have flocked to the tiny island of Bermuda, and it's no wonder why. The pristine beaches are known the world over for their soft pink sand, and what's more, travel to the escape is a breeze. Just a 90-minute flight from New York City, and two new hotels on the island offer the height of luxury. First, there is the St. Regis Bermuda, which opened its doors to vacationers in summer 2021 and is located on a UNESCO World Heritage Site. You can expect a hybrid of avant-garde design with local flair as well as sophisticated touches that are the hallmarks of the St. Regis brand. Also on the world-class property, a golf course, a state-of-the-art spa, and a designated children's club for families who visit it. Also new to the island is a luxury boutique hotel, the Lauren at Pink Beach, which is located in Tucker's Point with just 45 rooms complete with panoramic views and a Sicily spa is the perfect beachside hideaway when you want to really disappear into the sun and sand. Geneva, Switzerland. On the western side of Switzerland, surrounded by the Alps, is the serene cobblestone city of Geneva, whose views on the Mont Blanc alone are worthy of a visit. While the cosmopolitan areas are both home to the European headquarters, the United Nations, and the Red Cross, the international financial hub makes for a great slow paced getaway, or dare we say it, a fantastic breather while on a business trip. First on your list should the visit. First on your list should you visit is the Otaker Collection's latest jewel, the Woodmark. Originally built in 1901, the property has been reimagined by Pierre Evaz Rochon in both two restaurants, the Michelin starred Atelier Robuchon and Le Harguin, a spa suit appointed by Gurlain and with breathtaking views. There's a reason why they're calling it the lakeside home of hot a living. Palm Beach, Florida. One could argue that Palm Beach is to eastern Florida as Canes is to River Riviera. It's been the vacation home and haunt of Swans with a capital S for the better part of a hundred years. And with the recent And has been transferred to City Palms Beach. Known for its low-key ambiance and reported nice luxury, the U Palm Beach Resort and Spa is the perfect place to hit pause. Not only is the property a hop, skip, and jump for the go-to performing arts venues, but the neighboring area is replete with fantastic shopping and dining should you need a pause from the hotel's five-star spa. 
and seven acre private beach is the kind of place that once you visit you can't help but make a plan to dash back for more. Nambidi, South Africa. While travel to South Africa is currently off limits due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, a safari in South Africa remains bucket list worthy. Just don't book the trip without double checking travel advisories. What's worth the wait? The homestead in the Nambidi Game Reserves. Soon to be open luxury safari. It's one of the most widely biodiverse regions of, in all of Africa. The homestead's bespoke safari experiences are also created to hold conversation and sustainability at the highest importance, as made evident by the 12 sweet super luxury Echo Lodge accommodations, which are entirely solar powered. Menus are designed by world renowned chefs, and the food is made with local ingredients, all with the hope of both a positive impact on the planet and those who visit. Lake Como, Italy. It should come as no surprise that year after year, the Glitterati heads out to the glamorous regions of northern Italy, which also recently made appearances in the morning show, Succession, and House of Gucci. Between exploring the remnants of medieval villages, opulent villas, and of course, a gorgeous lake, it's no wonder that the locale never goes out of style. Summer is when the region really shines, and in 2022 is the perfect opportunity to make an occasion of it in Villa Pasqua. Originally built in the 18th century by Count Andre Lucini Pasquilaco, the stately mansion is the sister property to Grand Hotel Tomrazo and offers only the best of luxury. Think 22 score suites designed by Paolo Antanella and Valentina de Santis, but with a preservation of the original structure in mind. Villa Pasquana also offers swimming in the lake, an open-air gym, and the olive grove, vintage boat trips from a private dock, farm to fork dining, and gorgeous manicured gardens. The Catskills. No, this isn't dirty dancing, but the Borscht Belt has experienced a serious travel boon in the last two years. From new hotels and inns to a bountiful supply of Airbnbs, the mountainous region in southeastern New York is once again an int destination for the tri-state area during the summer, for leaf peeping in the fall and even in the cold months. Whether you're taking a quick spin around Catterskill Falls, heading into Hudson for some antiquing, and a bite at the Les Debs, Little Debs Oasis, or just simply taking in everything the region has to offer with a scenic drive, you'll find your days are packed with a wide variety of fun offerings. Fun favorite stays include the East Wind Hotel and, of course, Scribner's Catskill Lodge, but if you're looking to lean into the region's retro resort routes, check out Calicoon Hills. I just listed several travel donations that might hold some interest to the reader. There are literally a thousand more sites all around the world that I obviously do not have room to discuss or even list. I would like you to sh like to share one more traveling plans. Where can I travel with a low budget? There are plenty of excellent places to travel on a low budget. Here are some options. Colombia, Greece, Guatemala, Indonesia, Mexico, Romania, South Africa, Thailand, Turkey, and Vietnam. I have set up two three-inch ring binders, one for world travel destinations and a second one for destinations in the United States. In my world travel binder, I have the world broken up by continents and regions or oceans. Each page represents a country. Some countries, of course, require more than one page. Whenever I come across a likely destination, I note it on the respective country page. 
I also do the same for the United States binder, which is broken up by regions and states. I do a lot of screenshots with my cell phone of images that I come across. I have several travel books which I use for additional destinations in my two binders. When I get enough destinations in any one location, I try to plan a trip to that location. By doing it this way, I am less likely to miss special places or destinations. I also categorize my destinations by must-see and secondary sites that I can use as a backup destinations or do if time permits. I try to be as systematic as possible in my planning. However, you have to be flexible. Case in point, my last trip, road trip to Florida, our original planning called for two different routes, a southern route to Florida and a more northerly route back to Las Vegas. Due to inclement weather on the way to Florida, we were not able to see many of the attractions that we had chosen, so we opted to come back to the southern route with a few modifications. These modifications came about mainly due to discussions we held with locals and travel brochures we found at some of the hotels we slept at and some of the restaurants we ate. That concludes my reading of chapter 3.